Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. <laughs> I'm laughing, guys, because I was trying to do my little introduction with the music, and I didn't have it pulled up. So we'll get started. Welcome to everyone. I am Kimmy, Notary Life with Kimmy, here on YouTube. I'm also part of the Notary Educators. And if you haven't heard, I just started another YouTube channel called Healthy Life with Kimmy, and we'll talk about that shortly. So uh, let's let Alexis introduce herself, and then we'll get in touch with Angela to introduce herself. And again, welcome, guys, to Notary um, Notary Life with Kimmy with the Notary Educators. Hello, everybody. It's Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. How are you all doing this evening? So this is Alexis, Angela with AJ Mobile Notary and Apostille Services. So glad you guys could join us, and I hope everybody's having a Wonderful Monday. So, unfortunately, it looks like Facebook is not working again tonight. Let me see. Can you pull it up, Alexis? Because I don't think it's working. So, while we wait to see if Facebook is working, I'm going to say hello to a couple people. And then we're going to talk about apostilles tonight. Angela is going to answer your questions, give you ladies some, um, give everyone some information about that. So, hey, I'm going to say hey to Susan. So I can see Facebook over here, but I can't see their name. Somebody from Lancaster. Hey, Monica. Somebody else from Facebook. Barbara. Oh, no, B. Wells. I'm sorry. And then there's Barbara. Hey, Susan. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Let's see really quick. Can you Could you get it open, Alexis, Facebook? Yes. That okay, is I'll, let you, I'll let you handle Facebook for me then. And I'll okay. do the chat, and then Angela will do her presentation. Okay, so we will get started. Um, Angela, it's all about you. Apostilles. Apostilles with Angela. Boom. Hi, you guys. So I'm so glad to have you. Um, earlier this last week, there were a lot of people on in our Facebook deals, they apostilles, they really didn't know what it was. So that's what we're here today to do is just give you a brief overview of what I are and they can benefit in being an additional service in your business. And so first the question is what is an apostille? So what an apostille is is an apostille is it certifies uh the notary who is the apostille agent and the official uh for a document. So it does not certify the document. A notary uh, usually people will use notaries to do apostilles. And so the notary has to be a valid notary uh, have a valid notary commission. And so once the notary notarizes the document, they will take it down to the secretary of state or the commissioning authority. And so they will validate notary uh, is valid or the notary commission is valid. And so you may ask, well, when, when will the person need an apostille? Well, first, I'm going to go back to their two conditions as to how the apostille uh, is processed. So it's, it's what is called a hate country or non-hate country is what you have to figure out first. And a Hague country is a country that has come into a, a agreement with other countries. And they've decided that we're going to use a simple in order to process these documents. And so there is a joint convention and they have decided, like I said, that uh, it's a simple process. So once the notary uh, verifies the person and notarizes the document, they'll take it down to their, to their commissioning agency or secretary of state and the document is stamped if it's all in order. And, you, and the person or the client is able to send it to another country. So the other part of that is to be a non-hate country. So a non-hate country would not be a part of that convention, which means that they have not to simplify the process. And so a non-hate country. Angela, I'm so sorry. 
could we do this again like we did before, more like the interview style? Because I think it's kind of like just kind of like a lot. And I want to make sure they get it. Do you mind if I just ask you questions and you can answer them? Sure, go ahead. Okay, um, so let's start over just a little bit. For those who are just joining us, we're going to be interviewing Angela tonight about apostilles, what it is, why it's needed, and um, some basic questions about that, okay? And we'll go a little bit slower. Okay, so Angela, can you explain what is an apostille? So an apostille is uh, when a client or a person from another country may need a document certified or opt apostille in order for it to be used in another country is the person will bring you the document and if, it, if if the document needs to be notarized then you as the notary will notarize the document and once you notarize the document you will take it to the commissioning agency or the secretary of state in most state to apostille the document and what happens is they will verify the notary official and then they will stamp the apostille stamp on the document for you to return to the customer. Okay, so an apostille is a document that is leaving the United States, going to another country, and it needs a higher level of authentication. And you mentioned that um, the notary would stamp the document. Do you have to be a notary in order to facilitate apostilles? I didn't hear the last part, Kim. Is it necessary for a person to be a notary in order to facilitate apostilles? Because you mentioned earlier, sometimes a notary will notarize the document. Is it necessary to be a notary? It is not necessary to be a notary in order to be an apostille agent or facilitator. It's good to be one because some Documents do need notarizing, but it's not have a notary notarize the document and then you facilitate it. And then sometimes even documents will already be notarized when the client brings the document to you. So no, it's not necessary that you are a notary because also just to add to that, uh, a postal agent and, and you, uh, doing these documents for clients, they're not under the notary laws or the notary rules. Okay. Now, what is a Hague country? What is that? So a Hague country is uh, a group of countries that have come together and uh, agreed that they will use a simple process in order to uh, have these documents apostilled. And so it's the Hague Convention of 1961 is what it's called. And so all of these countries have basically said, when a, a person needs the document to be used in another country, they have the right credential process correctly, then they are able to just have the Secretary of State stamp the document or apostille, and it can be used in another country. And so how they decide who's in that convention is uh, there's a website, hcch.net, and on that website, it has all of the countries that, have, that are in that hate convention okay very good now what is a non hague country and so non hate countries are just those countries who have not joined that convention or who have not agreed for the simple process and so what had the higher level of, 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 of legalization or authentication and so they, whereas the apostille for hate countries only has one level, the non-hate countries that are not part of the agreement. So when you look on the hcch.net list and the country is not there, that means that they're not a part of the hate convention. So like I said, a higher level of authentication is needed. And so instead of, of a single apostille, the document needs several authentication certificates. So it has to be from the commissioning department of state and possibly the consulate and the embassy okay very good now what type of documents typically need to be apostilled so it could be a whole there's so many documents but uh 
regular documents that I received or birth certificates, uh, FBI background checks, criminal background checks, power of attorneys. A person may have a statement that they made that they need to send to their country. And that can be a postal country. And they have to have business documents, you know, showing that they are actually a real person and they actually have a real business. So they may have business documents or corporate documents that need to be apostille. Uh, they may have just uh, just so many uh, court documents to show that they're uh, they're divorced, that they were married. Uh, uh, so many documents, <laughs> but those are some typical ones that I've done. Okay, and um, if someone doesn't want to actually facilitate the apostille from beginning to end, what are the ways are they able to make money in this industry? Well, if a person does not want to facilitate uh, a document at all and somebody comes to them, they can just call Angela or Kim or Alexis and say, I have a, a, a person that has the apostille, uh, agree to a fee, a referral fee, uh, that we can agree that we'll pay a referral fee. The documents client gets handed over to one of us, and you fee. Or if you some, if I I just used a girl recently in Virginia. So if you use someone in another state and you have to have an apostille done, you can call that per person and have that person help assist. Okay, and then also, um, how many pages typically do you find? I know it can vary, but your average client, how many documents do they have that needs to be apostilled? Oh, that just varies. I mean, you just, it varies. Um, they can have just one document. They can have two, three the the largest one that I've had, I had a client. He has a he had a business in India, and twenty eight documents. Wow, that's the largest one. So it could vary from one document to so many documents. So is this state specific? Is, I'm a notary in Georgia. Does that mean I can only do apostilles in the state of Georgia? You can do the apostilles in any any states any. Uh, United States, and we train to do apostilles in any state. As a matter of fact, um, I don't know. As a matter of fact, in the last training class, I had someone from um, Texas, California, and Florida, and within forty-eight hours, the person in Hills and person in Florida has had like one every day since the last class almost. Almost so. You can apostille documents in any state uh, as long as you know the process. And we teach you how to apostille uh, documents in all states. Another common question, Angela, is why would a client pay you to do this? <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. <clears throat> why would well, someone some pay you to do this versus just doing it themselves at the Secretary of State? So, for example, in Georgia, it's only three dollars, but my average client, I don't, I start at over one hundred and fifty dollars. So why would they pay me one hundred and fifty when it's only a three dollar um, document processing? Why? Some people don't want to be bothered, and even if you like, I've even had to start it to explain the process to someone. I gave me, I explain you every step you need to do, and I start to explain it. They was like, oh, just forget it. I don't want to do that. And people who have businesses, they don't want to be bothered with it. You know, imagine a business owner uh, having 20-something documents or 10 or 3. They don't want to be bothered with it. They don't know the process, too, and they want to make sure that it's done and it's done properly. So people want someone who knows what they're doing to um, take care of their documents. Okay. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us before we start taking the questions from the chat? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, having a postille as a service in your business can be lucrative. Uh, I always said notary 
educators. It's really not that complicated, but you have to know what you're doing. And so in order to know what you're doing, you have to have some training. You have to have some additional follow-up afterwards. But um, people who have taken the training have really appreciated the process because they thought it was really hard and they thought it was really confusing. But once they took the training, they said, oh, it's not that hard after all. And they feel more comfortable with it. And so uh, that's about all. Just know that apostille is afraid to train and don't be afraid to uh, do apostille, but just know, make sure you know what you're doing because these documents are going overseas for various reasons. People are moving. People want to go see their family members that may be sick. People uh, want dual citizenship and they have time limits, especially if they're dealing with the embassy or the consulate. There are time constraints where something needs to be done in order for something else to get done. So uh, it's very lucrative. Know what you're doing. How important is it, Angela, to be a great notary if you are going to do the process from beginning to end? Why is it such a uh, why is that so important to be a great notary, knowing how to properly notarize, even to facilitate apostilles? Why is that important? That's a great question. So that's important because if you're wrong then the apostille is gonna be rejected. I've had a person, I think it was from Brazil. Um, he lived in Alpharetta. He emailed me, I mean, I'm sorry, he FedExed me his documents. The notary had expired. And so I called him and informed him of that and I had to drive Alpharetta to notarize it. So if I would've went to the commissioning agency and tried to get that apostille, it would have been rejected. And say, for instance, if you send a document to the Department of State and it takes 12 weeks and the document is rejected because the notary, your notary is wrong, then it's going to take another 12 weeks. Uh, there was a person, the one that I spoke with, I trained in California, from California. He called me when he got his, this document has been rejected twice and the client doesn't know why. And we went over it. And after he went over the second time, I said, the notary is incorrect. And so that was the problem. So if your notary is incorrect, then the document will be rejected and that will put the client back as to when he'll get his document. So it's very important to know what you're doing as a notary and know how to notarize the documents properly. Okay, so for those of you who are thinking about adding um, apostille services to your business, the notarize like a pro course is an excellent foundation. We teach that live if you would like one-on-one -on -one training. And we also have the self-paced recorded course, which will teach you how to properly notarize. Um, those courses are on sale 60% off right now until tomorrow night. We ran a special for the whole month of February, but it is coming to an end tomorrow night, which is the 28th of the month. They're 60% off. Coupon code is notary23. And that can be found at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Um, was there anything else, Angela? While oh, I did want to mention one other thing because I sat in on a couple of your classes and other people's also. I created a translation course. Do you think people could benefit from taking a translation course if they plan to do the apostilles? Yes, they can benefit because even in your notary business, but especially with apostilles, some of the documents like uh, birth certificates, uh, the single status affidavit. I've had clients ask me, do I offer translation services? And so some of the documents that are apostille would need translation services. So to process those. And with the Department of State, if documents are in a different language, they have to be translated before they can be apostille. So it is good to know, you know, the not the requirement, but how you can facilitate uh, translation. So even if you don't have another language, you know, you can learn how to find, you know, those who can translate documents and then you can, what the process is and what you need to do to make sure the translation is correct. Because when you translate, send documents out for translation, you have to tell the translator what you need and what you want. 
So I do have. So it would be very beneficial. <coughs> Excuse me. So I do have a free video that I did about translation services. But if you want to do it like a pro, the translation services course is on sale also. And in the course, as I tell you here, you don't have to speak another language to do translation services. You just need to know what to do. So you can speak. The person can be coming to you with a document from Russia, Japan, wherever, and you just help facilitate it. So that's what that course is all about. So those two courses will definitely help you with your apostille business, translation services, and also notarize like a pro. And then Angela does have her actual apostille course, and she goes over everything that we just talked about and so much more. So we're going to go ahead and hit the chat right quick. And let's see what's going on for you, Miss Angela. Hello, everybody. I'm going to skip the formalities, but hello, because I want to make sure we get as many questions as we can. So Miss Barbara says, how do the clients, how do I find the clients that would pay for me to courier? You so, might want to clarify, uh, clarify how we're talking about Angela. Because I think what she's thinking is different than what um, courier service is different than what we're talking about for the apostille. So what is her question? How do how does she find out clients to courier? So yeah, her question is how would clients find her to serve as a courier? But Barbara, what we're talking about on this end right now is I'm in Georgia. I would call you in whatever state you're in to be a courier for me. Or somebody from Florida would call me in Georgia because they needed to go to the Secretary of State ASAP. And I'm only 30 minutes away. They would call me as a, another notary to courier. You want to add to that, um, Angela? Yes. And for instance, like um, even if someone in South Georgia or either two hours away or three hours away would need um, an apostille, they may call me and say, hey, I know you close to the um, Secretary of State's office, use you as a courier. So I've had you know, people do to give people references, like the girl in Florida. She lives in a different part of Florida than where the uh, Secretary of State is to have the apostille. Her client needed it quickly. I gave her the information for a notary uh, that do, does courier services in Florida. Uh, she talked to that person, FedExed it to, to that person. They walked it in and sent it back to her. So. That's how that works. Very good. And then Angela T. Davis wants to know, what is a typical fee for doing apostilles? It's going to vary from what city you live in, really, because you have to think about um, New York, California, New Jersey would probably ask more than Georgia or Wisconsin. So it depends on where you are, but I have seen fees from $99 to like $250. So it depends on what part of the United States you're in. Okay. Well, um, and also when you talk about, let me say this, when you talk, when you talk about fees for apostille, there are other factors besides that, oh, this is an apostille. So there are other factors like, you know, how many documents, you know, what type of, it goes back to, to what type of document. It goes also back to what other work do I, I need to, sometimes it's straight, the person brings you the document, you're going to get it, I still, and it's over. Sometimes the person calls you, you got to do research because they have no idea about anything. They don't, they need embassy work. They don't know what to do. They don't know anything. So you have to research that and call them back. So it depends on how much you have to put into it. Yeah, Alexis, would you agree with that, that it's a lot of work in processing our apostilles, the research and everything that goes into it? Yes, definitely. Um, and especially, I, I just had so many different scenarios, but yes, it's a lot of on the phone. Sometimes I've had to email different states to get answers because they weren't answering the phone. A lot of, you know, digging. Uh, but overall, it's not a difficult process. It's just it's very tedious. And time is money. <laughs> right. And Our you need time to know, is money. Mm -hmm. Right. And you just need to know how to navigate it in calling people and who to call and what to ask for 
and those type of things. Dolores says, what determines if a document has to be sent to another state to be apostilled? And so that depends on where the document originated from. For instance, if I have, I had a birth certificate and um, if the birth certificate is in Wisconsin, if the person was born in Wisconsin and he lives in Georgia, document has to go to Wisconsin to get everything processed. Christine says, how do you market and could you go to restaurants or foreign markets? That's the beauty of it, Christine. I only, I'm only on Google. I get all of my apostille work from Google. So I've been doing it. And so now from my previous customers that have, that I've done apostilles for because I've done apostilles for them and they're satisfied with my work, they tell their friends. And so that's how I get all of my business is by Google and by referrals from previous apostilles. Very good. And Angela, Dolores, are we going to skip um, Barbara's question because you just talked about how to charge. Dolores says, mm -hmm. can you can um, can you repeat the website for the Hague and non-Hague countries? HCCH.net. Dolores Taylor says, what kind of follow-up is required? What kind of problems have you experienced when working apostilles? So when follow-up, I, I think, and you can tell me if I'm not correct. I think she's talking about when a person takes the class. I said they could, they we follow up or I follow up a day. Sometimes a person may have a question or a couple of people just said I've done it correctly and properly. And so they may call and we go through it and I fix anything, which is very minimal. Just that what they're doing in the process is correct that they're doing for the apostille. What kind of problems have you experienced in working on the apostille? Oh, the person does not have, one person did not have all the proper, everything he needed for a document. And so I had to explain to the person what they need like for federal documents it's in every apostille is not not the same when it comes to from the state which is the federal level they have different requirements and so i have had to explain to different people everything they need to for the process uh those those are the biggest problems i experienced making the customer understand that if you don't have this this and that for this document that's going to be rejected so Barbara's making a statement, it, we don't notarize it, so why it shouldn't matter. I'm not sure what you're referring to, Barbara, if you want to elaborate on that. I think um, she did. Heard her down. She me, what, I think she said, it sounds like she's talk, she talking about the iPod still in general. She's saying iPod still sound like a courier. iPod still sound like a courier service. So why, would, like, why does it matter if we don't notarize it, basically? It, it's not just a courier service, though. Let, let's clarify. Let's clarify, everybody. Let's clarify. Service. So, because, so you got it's a little lag, Angela. Hold on one second for me. So let's just clarify just a little bit. The When we talk about a courier, um, what was Miss Barber, was it? When we talk about a courier service, there is a difference. Some people don't want to do the whole process from beginning to end, they may say, hey, just call me if you need me to take the package. Then you're acting as a courier. But sometimes, most of the times, documents do need to be notarized by the notary. So you must be a good notary, as we were stating earlier, in order to facilitate apostilles. You must be. So some documents do require a notary, others do not. So you don't want to take the stand well, I'm not notarizing it. So. Or we don't want to take the stand that if somebody else notarizes it, it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody else notarizes mm -hmm. it, it's still your problem. Or it's still a pot still and mail it off and it gets rejected. 
then I should, that's something I should have noticed because the person that's paid me good money to make sure that his documents are completed properly. And so what that would be in the sense is to checking to make sure that everything is done correctly. So even if I didn't notarize it, if I see that it's wrong, then I'm going to request that he give me a new document and I re-notarize it or I fix it. And so we don't just send documents because somebody has paid us because somebody else is doing something. We make sure that everything is done properly. So that's what makes us a great notary. And that's what makes us a great apostille facilitator. Yeah. And they know we're going to keep coming back to us when they need documents. Because trust me, yeah. it's not always a one and done with apostilles either. And I have two videos, I think, where notaries had messed up the document. And if I wasn't the notary that I am, I wouldn't. I have known that they messed up. So you need to be a good notary if you plan to really get the money in apostilles. You can't just say I'm going to be a courier. Well, you can say that, but don't be processing apostilles on the back end. <laughs> so either you're going to be a good notary and do apostilles or either you're just going to be a courier. But you cannot go to Facebook and say, hey, what do I do? You cannot just wing this. This is very serious. These documents, when we talk about $150 and charging people $800 and they stuff come back and it ain't right, you're going to have a problem on your hands. So we do not want to be faking until we make it. You need to know the business. Yeah, um, that's so Okay. That's so true, Kim, because people, there is some of them are people that just you don't need something done, but a lot of the people I deal with are business people and it's dealing with their businesses. The one that I recently did in Virginia, the guy had three documents, corporate documents, passports. This attorney was in Spain, so I was car person. So because I knew what I was doing, the attorney in Spain was very happy with the job I did. Even when they gave me the documents, and this goes back to answering the question, why should things matter? They gave me the documents and told me to do this, this, and this. I had to explain to them that they can't do this, this, and this. This has to be done this way. And I explained to him why. And at the end of the three weeks of going back and forth and them giving me what I need, he was very appreciative that I taught him some things about a apostille in the procedure and said, well, if I, when I have any more in the States because he has other clients, he said, I'll call you. So it's very important that you know what you're doing. And it does matter that the documents are correct, even if you bring your document is your responsibility to say you also need this to go with it or all of that is your responsibility because like i said they're paying you a lot of money that man paid me like from spain he paid me like oh what you're doing yes so all things that gene says have you ever experienced getting something apostilled in New York. New York is a beast. I'm going to tell you that because I had one for New, New York. York. I wouldn't even do it. I choked and sent it to Angela. New York is different. <laughs> and that's another thing. I'm glad you asked that question all things, Nata Jean, because the apostille process is a system of things, but New York is a little different. And so the process is a little different and it requires you know different things for different documents. So New York is a little different, but it still can be done and you still can learn it. Thus, when I had a New York call, I gave it to Angela, y'all. I was shaking in my boots. I was like, oh no. I was like, I tried to call her like and ask four questions. I was like, you know what? I ain't about to tackle this. I I I cannot. I cannot. So New York is a different beast. They saying they see the baby Lexi. Um, Brandon says he was hoping to catch the class before the end of the month. Thank you, Kimmy, for all the help with the general notary training. It's our pleasure, Mr. Brandon. Um, if you go ahead and sign up, you might can get Angela to still honor her discount for next month. If you, if you want to take the class with Angela, Alexis, or myself, anything that we offered for the month of February, if we go ahead and get it booked and paid for, do you ladies agree with that? I'm putting y'all on the spot. What's that? If we honor the prices for February, if we get people, if they pay by the end of tomorrow night, can we put them on a March schedule? That's for online classes. Well, that's what I'm asking you guys on the spot. I'm sorry. If they wanted to get the discount that we offered for the month of February in March, as long as they signed up 
by the end of tomorrow, would you all like to extend the discount? Is my question. Oh, I see some. I'm not hesitating because you guys got that. Okay. Okay. So, well, this APA still and the loan signing classes, everything was on sale for the month of February. So, are we going to extend all of those prices? But you have to be signed up by February 28th is the is the thing we're not gonna you know you can't call it march 1st you have to be booked and paid tomorrow and we can book it in the month of march it has to be paid for about tomorrow night though okay so that's what we'll do um so just so i can be crystal clear we are offering specials for the whole month of february it was in honor of the of lori morgan's notary um level up conference we also did something with notary stars this month so we offered all these discounts to other platforms. So we definitely want to share with you all. So just to be clear, if you decide you want to take a one-on-one -on -one training, either Apostille, Notarize Like a Pro, or the long signing course, all of those live one-on-one, -on -one, we will still honor the price that you see on the computer. But it needs to be paid for by the tomorrow midnight. Okay. And then you can schedule it for the month of March. So we need to be on our calendar by tomorrow midnight if you want to get that same price. Okay. And that, that'll go over to March. Um, <clears throat> Black, Sugar, Black Sugar Design says, can you translate in every state? Yes. People may call you from all over again to process translations. And same so, thing with Apostios. So how that works too with translations company they um how do i put it they are verified to translate documents no matter what state they come from so the hostile authorities will accept translations because a lot of times when you call a company they may not always be in georgia they may be in south carolina or dc or somewhere else it's, so you're right um what do you call them? Translators. And so that means that their documents will be accepted, you know, at the apostle authorities, no matter what's verified that they're trained apostles. I mean, I'm not a positive translator. Okay. So to answer the question, um, again, just to be look to be crystal clear, yes, you can accept translation jobs for all 50 states. You could be in Georgia and a translation could be. Some, some, somebody could be contracting you from Florida, anywhere. It doesn't matter. The same thing with mm -hmm. apostles. They're going to come from all over. Mm -hmm. Alexis, you have a couple of Facebook users at 821. Uh, that was Renee Reddick. Hi there. What are your contact numbers to send apostille clients? You can just email it to Angela at um, notaryeducatorsllc.com. If you have a referral, I don't know if Angela wants to give you a phone number or not, but um, you can send everything through Notary Educators. Contact us and we'll be more than happy to assist. Did you have a different method you wanted them to contact you, Angela? That's what people um, that's what the people usually do. OK, so Notary Educators, LLC.com and then fill out a contact us and then let us know what you need or want and we'll get back in touch. Next, Alexis, Facebook at 822. That is Pam Pam Whitworth. I don't want to. I don't know how to say the last name. Um, sorry. Can the notary doing the apostille act as a representative of the client and courier to the DOS? Is it Rainbow? But can the notary doing the apostille act as a so, so if you have so basically so basically when you are a apostle agent or facilitator you're doing everything if you are a notary all of that is included and so the answer is you can be the notary agent you can take it to be apostille so that's like one price to do all of that you, you want to have one base price to do all of that so barbara says apostille sounds like a courier as we are taking documents back and forth so you're acting as a courier. You could act in, be acting as a notary. You could be acting as many roles. As notaries, we wear many hats. Many. Go ahead, Angela. But, but 
But Barbara, being still then a courier, because I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier, you have to know how to process the documents before they even get to the Secretary of State. Uh, say, for instance, if somebody bring a letter from the Social Security Department or from the Department of Veteran Affairs, you're doing more than taking that document and taking it down to the Secretary of State. You have to know what goes with that document needs to be notarized or not. You have to know whether to send it to the Department of State or whether you're going to send it to Secretary of State. So it, uh, an apostille agent or facilitator is much more than a courier. And that's why you know, people pay you for this service. Okay, I'm trying to see, do I need to block this next person? Um, oh, okay, T. Davis, I was about to block you because I'm over here Googling what is KCMO. <laughs> I guess it means Kansas City, Missouri, because I was about to block you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, let me find out what this is. Okay, so T is in the house from Kansas, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Um, Tampa. Hello, everybody who we did not say hello to. We just trying to make sure we get everybody's questions on this very important topic. Thank you for joining us. Those on the replay, too. We are talking about all things apostille. We got a few more questions here. When someone acts as a courier based on your recommendation, do you charge them for your referral? So if I give the, my answer, I, so if one of my students, previous students calls me and say, oh, I need somebody in Florida or Virginia, I don't charge them anything. I give them and I just, now the person who I'm referring them, they're going to charge, but I, I'm not, I don't charge them. Sharonda says, are you marketing that service on all on your websites? I market everything I do. I market translation services, proctor, ink fingerprinting, apostille, courier. I market every single service I offer. Shira mm -hmm. says, when a document is going to a non-Hay country, what determines whether or not the document will need to go to the embassy or the consulate? So that's a good question. So with apostille documents, usually the client will let you know if the document needs to go to the embassy or the consulate. And everyone that I've had like that, they have taken care of that. Fortunately, in Atlanta, we have quite a few embassies in Atlanta. And so I've had a few where they had to do the three or four step process. And once I did everything and got the apostille back, they took care of the embassy part. So the client, to answer your question, the client lets you know if it's going to uh, have to go through the embassy or the consulate. Barbara says, our time is money. You ain't lying about that one, Barbara. Hey, Tanita. That's a cute name. Linnell says, our foreign documents handle the same as U.S. documents. So... Two, two answers. Foreign documents are handled the same way. And let me clarify. So I had a person who had a um, document from Jamaica. It was a court document. I was able to get a, a apostille because it had not been stamped by the court or any judge or anything. It was a brand new document, nothing done to it. So I was able to apostille it for her. If there that has been stamped or anything with the foreign country, it cannot be apostille in the United States. If there's a document that's written in a, another language, and it's just just like you would an apostille any other way. But if it's a foreign document, a real a real foreign document that has foreign stamps or anything in the United States. Brandon says, is it possible to be a courier for the embassies also? Is it possible to be a courier for the embassy? Again, if you know what you're doing, if the client wants you to take care of the embassy part, there's some things that the client has to do. But uh, <clears throat> like just like the apostille process, you have to know, you know, requirements, 
in order to take care of embassy business for apostles. Alexis, you have a couple on Facebook, so please. The apostille process. Let me. I'm sorry, I, was yes, say, I didn't know. I thought you were more than just taking. I, I was, but I wanted to add with the embassy, it's still more than just taking the document down to the embassy. You still have to know what they require because everybody who I've had that had to do embassy work or, or for their document, it was like they have to find out what the embassy requirements are and what they have to do. I had to do that for one of my clients uh, from Florida. He had no, no idea, young person, had no idea what to do. All he had knew was that it had to go to the embassy. So calling the embassy previous clients and figured out what he needed to do for the embassy. So it's more than just taking a document down there because if it's not right, the embassy is going to reject it too. How do you, oh, Alexis. So that hey, one, I can't see, for some reason, I can't see who wrote that one. Okay, I got it. So um, there's not a name there, but it says, how do you know if apostilles are needed in your area? Wherever there are people, there are apostilles because people, especially from other countries, um, now some some areas have more people that are from another country than others, but apostilles are needed countrywide. Um, again, so you might have a, a community where there's a huge population of people from India or a whole Latin community over here, where somebody else's rural neighborhood, they may not have anybody from another country, so they may not do as many. <coughs> Sorry, and then and then Mitzi Previtt says, where do you suggest you market besides Google to increase your apostille work? That's all we all do is Google. You can probably go to some well, schools you, and let you leave them in a All we all do is Google. I get secretary. All so of my business can, comes from Google. Yeah, Google. Google. All of my business comes from Google, too. Um, but if you wanted to, you might because try some schools in your area. Mm -hmm. Colleges. If you're in a college town, maybe you could try that. But mm -hmm. um, just kind of randomly passing out stuff about apostilles is not going to be as lucrative, probably. It's not going to be targeted because it's not something everybody needs all day. And most people um, are going to Google apostille. <laughs> yep, they're going to do Google it just like they do everything else. Today, Azar says, what do your 2023 notary business goals currently look like? So for myself, um, we actually did a whole video on this. If you want to go back and watch it, today is ours. Uh, we did it the last video in December. It was all about what we were going to do in 2023. It was actually a very good um, show. <clears throat> for myself, it included um, learning the apostille business completely. From, I want to know it like a pro, and I did not know it like that. Now I'm getting there. I feel way more comfortable. If somebody called me even from New York right now, I don't think I'm giving it to Angela, y'all. <laughs> so part of my business plans for 2023 were to was to learn the apostille business. I also mentioned that I wanted to get fit. So this would be a good time to mention my new YouTube channel. This channel will stay exactly the way it is, all about notary, because that is my job but if you want to follow me at um healthy life with kimmy is my new channel i will be discussing my health journey and giving tips about uh, weight watchers is what i've chosen to do at this point i will also be exploring my personal issues with weight um being very candid and very frank on that channel um it's kind of therapeutic for me um so check out healthy life with kimmy also Again, I just started it today. It rolled out. So I would love to have you on that channel with me also. And again, this channel is staying exactly as it is. But Healthy Life with Kimmy will explore my issues, again, with weight, food, and um, emotional stuff like that. I am so excited. So please join me over there. Click subscribe and like. I can't go live over there till I get at least 50 people. So if you want to help me out and join me, it'd be great. Now, don't sign up just because I really want you to watch the channel. I don't believe in just signing up for something just because you want to support. I really want you to benefit from it. So watch the first one, if nothing else, to see if it's something you can benefit from. 
eventually, like I said, when I can go live over there, it's going to be a few things that I have in mind that I would like to do with the community so we can, you know, address our issues with our health. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be that you're overweight, but <clears throat> maybe your numbers are not good. When you go to the doctor, is your A1C? Do you even know what an A1C is? High blood pressure. Emotionally, have you been um, bullied? You know, we're going to talk about everything over there. So, again, that's um, healthy life with Kimmy. And I'll let Angela tell you her goals and then we'll hit Alexis. Angela, you're frozen. Oh, she's on. I was mute. One of my goals is to make sure that monthly I'm keeping up with my tax record so I don't have to be in a bog for weeks trying to do it. Uh, another goal is to have a website completely for Apostille, which I'm almost finished with. Um, I'm having somebody else. And so another goal, the third goal of mine uh, is to just make sure that each month I'm looking at my business and seeing how I business better. And uh, Alexis, my 2023 goals was um, rev up on iPod still work. Um, same thing as Angela with the taxes. Last year was a mess, so this year it has to be better. And I forgot my last one, but those was my two main ones, really. Everything else. <laughs> I also am going to be working on my um, bookkeeping. And the administrative part of my business because I'm good at creating. <clears throat> I can create all day long, but I got to start getting some order up in here. <laughs> and, and it's funny because prior to me actually doing so much creating of stuff, um, I actually enjoyed numbers. I enjoyed banking. I was a banker for 20 years. I worked as two banks most of my life. So I love numbers. I love that kind of organization. But now that I'm actually on the other side doing more creatively, I don't want to do the other piece. It's killing me, too. So anyway, that also is one of my goals. So let's go to Tyra. <clears throat> Tyra says, you mentioned that person's job had been rejected because the notarization wasn't done correctly. What type of errors are being that the notarization is not being done correctly? I'll give you one and I'll see if Angela and Alexis have one. In my case, my name is Kimberly Y. Nunnally. If I had signed it, Kimberly Nunnally, without the Y, that's an error. And that's what happened with my notary. Her name was Sarah L. Jones. And she just put Sarah Jones. So at the state level, they had what she signed it as. So that was technically an error. Angela, do you have one? Oh, so one I've had was that the notary, um, I think the person may have kept this too long or had the notary notarized too close to the expiration date, but the notaries uh, was exp expired. And then the other one I had, the person just put a stamp on it and signed their name. That's not a proper notarization. And the other I one had that, that person, one also. Yeah. The other, the other one that the person Kim had, they didn't sign their name properly. So that's why it's so important to sign your name correctly. And I actually asked and the secretary of state when I was there, did I, how do I sign my name? Because I couldn't remember how I signed it. So I actually asked them when I went down there for a job. I'm like, can you tell me how I sign my name? So. Yeah, Alexis, what era did you, have you encountered? I had, the only one I really had, the major one was a guy had to print off a copy of his business records or something. And this is when I was first starting out. And I didn't know what he was bringing me. I just thought he needed this document, what he was giving to me. Apostille, come to find out, it was a whole package that he took the middle page out that he technically needed. But with the Secretary of State, they needed the whole entire document with the copy certification on top. It was a whole, it was a whole mess. But that was the biggest mistake I ever had so far. One and only, really. And I'm sure there are many more. <laughs> so um, let's see what is going on here. Why Brennick? I'm not sure what Pam is saying there. Why Brennick? I'm not sure what they're saying. 
She was just um, saying her last name when I was trying to. Oh, Wybranek. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and then Barbara says, you all explained it to me. I was just responding while you are talking to me. I'm good. Okay. Very good. So we will, did I get everybody? Oh no. Hold on. Dolores says, how do you give a customer a quote if you don't know all that is involved at the beginning of the apostille process? Preach Dolores. That is the question of the night. Because you underpriced that thing, you're going to be mad. I actually did a video about that. Go back and watch my Apostille playlist, guys. Go back and watch my Apostille playlist. Because I actually have a video on that. I underpriced the job $200. I'm going to see, can I find and it? I, and I'll was, put it in the chat. Was that the same one me and you were talking about, Kim? <sighs> yes. My, my job I did for, it was going to be for Cuba. So go back and watch my yeah. video. I so, underpriced my job. And so another thing is in the training, you know, I teach you all of that about pricing when somebody calls, how to have it ready that you'll ask when they call. So you'll know how to price and you won't underprice your job, but it can happen. And it, and it does happen. So sometimes, and I got a little slack for what I'm about to say in another video, but I'm going to say it anyway, because it's factual. When you're a business owner, things happen. So, and I, I would, didn't really appreciate the comment, but I'm going to say it again. Somebody else might say something too. My comment was that sometimes you may um, charge one client a price and the work wasn't what you quite thought it was going to be. You made a, a larger profit than you maybe intended to. But on my next two or three jobs, I might end up taking a loss. So it all washes out in the end. I'm not going to call every single client and say, oh, I, uh, I overpriced you. No, because when I underprice, I don't go back and say, you need to give me some more money. I usually end up taking a loss. So the person was of the mindset, well, that's, why don't you be honest with your client? Because I already priced it. They agreed to it. And just because it happened to be this particular time, it didn't involve what I thought it did. That's fine because the next five times, believe me when I tell you, I give away a whole lot more than I actually make sometimes. Angela, what's your thoughts on that? And I and I don't underprice my jobs. <laughs> ah, so you could be like Angela and get a penny on the money. So Angela's pretty spot on the money with her jobs. I tend to underprice. I rarely overprice. So that particular thing I was talking about with somebody in, the, in one of the videos they were watching, they went bananas. So we ain't even having that. I don't even care. So it is what it is. I'm a business owner. So occasionally I might make a little profit, but most of the time I might take a loss too. Barbara said, yeah, Kimmy, you trained me. Yeah. So they want to know when is the next live training, Angela? I have to look at my calendar. Uh, usually at the beginning of the month, we put the training, new training classes up. So tomorrow it'll be on. I'm looking at the middle of March, but I got to look at my calendar to make sure I don't double book. Okay. So check out notaryeducatorsllc.com for all dates. And it should be updated by tomorrow. Okay. With the current dates. Um, T. Davis says, my daughter went to Africa. She had to go to Georgia to the embassy to get her visa submitted. Could Apa still have taken care of this and submitted it to the embassy? So whenever somebody is asking something like that, T, whatever, T, if the person asks for that, then that's the process. We don't go back and say, well, you don't have to do it this way. We're going to do it this way because it's easier. No, if the whatever process they ask you to do, that is the process, whoever the requesting client person is. So the we're not going to offer something different and change yeah, it. Because if we tell you all you got to do is yeah, A, B, C, and then it actually needed, right. you know, the rest of the alphabet, you're going to be in trouble and you ain't coming back to me for the money. <laughs> okay, so all things in the matter. Country, the country, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say the country makes the decision as to how the documents are processed, whether it's a visa or a postile or whatever. It's whatever the country will accept. So you have to go through however they say they, they will accept it. So that also means that we are not practicing law. That goes back to practicing law, unauthorized practice of law. You start telling people, no, you don't need this. I think you need that. 
and they was trying to get married on next Saturday, and now it's gonna be pushed off for twelve more weeks because you told them mm -hmm. the wrong thing. Yeah, not good. All things Nada Jean says I pay five dollars for ads on Craigslist. I did do Craigslist for a minute. I never got any business from it though. And just be care be careful. But I did pay it one time. I never got any business and from be it. Hello, everybody. Who's and be, I just said, be careful about Craigslist. A lot of bad things have happened. Yeah, just be cautious. And I also never got any clients from there myself. We'll handle these last few calls. So Dolores says, questions rather, do you have a video on how to optimize your Google page to get apostille work? No, but it's the same way I teach the apostille for everything. You want to make sure you talk about it, you know, have notes on your, check my Google, my business video. I have about six of them on how to fully maximize your page. If you still needed additional help with that, uh, reach out to Alexis and get on her calendar. But I have about six different ones, okay? Um, Terry says she listens to Vicki Lawrence on Apostilles and what the NNA posts on YouTube about it. So her name is Vicki Lawrence. It's Judy Lawrence. Um, she, yeah, Judy Lawrence Vicky does Lawrence have an Apostille. Vicki Lawrence is the actress. I remember her from uh, Carol Burnett show. Mama. Mama, yeah. Yes, um, Judy does have a course. I um, when I first started this whole apostille thing over a year ago, I watched quite a few of her videos and the one on YouTube about it. Um, let's see. Today is ours. Have black hearts. Not sure what that means. It might be Black History Month. I'm not sure. Well, the name of my new channel, guys, is called um, Healthy Life with Kimmy. Healthy Life with Kimmy. Please join me over there, and we'll talk all things health. We're going to talk about weight. We're going to talk about, I even got a video coming out about my clothes and my closet. Should I get rid of some of them? Wait, I, it's a good show, y'all. I can't wait to release it. I'm very happy. I said to myself, I don't know why I didn't start a weight channel before a notary channel. But that wasn't the way it was supposed to work out. So anyway. <coughs> Check it out. So, oh, Tanya says, by the way, she likes to redesign website. It's so easy yeah, to navigate. Too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. You're welcome, Tyra. Lisa J says, hey, ladies, tomorrow I'll be applying for to become a notary. I want to take advantage of the discounts. What class of their packages is the best for a new notary? Start with notarized like a pro. If you're going to get a bundle package, you want to get the one that's notarized like a pro. It also has how to build your business and specialty notary work. It's a three pack. And I think I might have translation services in there. So you might be able to get the three or the four pack, but definitely one of the smaller packages will help you do everything you need to do. Is the SOLs helpful with questions? Yeah. If you can get them. Now, like when I tried to reach out to New York, it was a, how long did I tell you, Angela? 24 hours. Excuse me. They would get back with you in know, 24 hours or something. And a lot of them will get back with you in 24 hours, whether it's email or you're going to, I was at last, last week, two days, Thursday and Friday, of an apostille I have there. And I literally was on the phone for like between the two days, like four hours. So I cleaned and dusted and did whatever while I was waiting on the phone. See, Angela got the patience of Job. I do not. <laughs> I do not. I want it right now. That's why I have a lot of problems. I'll wait. I'll be like, I ain't got time to spend no two days on no telephone. <laughs> Tanya says, don't forget to vote for NNA Social Media Influencer of the Year by November 15th. If you guys want to honor me, I'll definitely take it. But I'm just not going to just kind of go crazy and asking people. But I definitely will appreciate denomination angela myself and alexis all of us would so we appreciate you guys so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up i'm going to let um a couple of announcements we'll just recap and then i'll let angela and alexis kind of take us home because we did hit all of the questions so we're done with questions um don't forget to sign up for my new channel it's called healthy life with kimmy over there i will be talking about all things health related my journey with weight and i'm um, trying to get healthy get fit get my Get my numbers together. Also, all courses are still 60% off. Coupon code is notary23. The sale will end tomorrow. If you want to book a one-on-one -on -one private lesson, it needs to be paid for by tomorrow night, the 28th. You can book the date of the course, though, or whatever you would like in uh, March. 
and it needs to be completed by March 15th because we can't take the whole month of March um, doing a back sale. So we just try to be generous. So if you pay for the course by the 28th and you schedule and book it and we finish it by March 15th, then you'll be in the house and good to go. Okay. Angela, I'll let you take it home. You and Aunt Alexis and that's it. Okay, Thank I you all for I being had, here tonight. I forgot I had something new. I have created my new notary journals and different colors. So you can go to Amazon and get your notary journal in blue and purple and Kim's favorite color, pink and white. And I have a brown one for the gentleman and a gray one. So get your notary journal. They are 100 pages. They're very lightweight and four entries for each signature. So go to Amazon.com and get your notary journals. So Angela's journal is different from my specialty and I'll, journal. I'll possibly do a training class. We'll I was going to just talk about the difference between our journals. Angela's journal is for everyday stuff. And she does have right. the one page entry, which we like. So you don't have to worry about somebody looking looking over your shoulders um, to see what's going on. And my specialty journal covers all all things um, extra, apostille, ink fingerprinting, proctoring, all your specialty yeah. work. So between those two journals, you should be perfectly fine to cover every mm -hmm. aspect of your business. Um, so check out Angela's new journal. If you put me, give me the link for that too, Angela. I'll put it in the chat. Okay. Yep. If you send me the link for that. Alexis, would you like to take us home? Yes. Don't forget about Sunday. Oh, well, Sunday, unfortunately, is all booked up. So we don't oh. have any more spaces for Sunday. So what Alexis was referring to <laughs> is <laughs> we're having a notary meetup on Sunday. But unfortunately, it is all booked up. So you have to catch us for the next month. <clears throat> yeah, no more spaces on that. Okay, sorry about that. It is filled up. I meant to tell you guys before the show. Anything else you'd like to say, Alexis? No, that's it. All right. Thank you. I saw Tanya comment. Thank you. And hey, Tanya. Thank you. So, on behalf of Notary Educators, guys, Notary Life with Kimmy and now Healthy Life with Kimmy, I won't be talking about my, my other channel all the time, <laughs> y'all. I'm just saying that because it's new today. Occasionally, I might mention it, but normally we won't be discussing my health channel over here. So don't be like, oh, she's changing the direction of the channel. I'm not changing it. This channel is still all things notary. That is nope. how I make my money. That's my business is notary. Health is my hobby. Oh, that should be reversed, right? But anyway, we're going to say good night on behalf of everybody. And thank you all for being here this evening. We wish you all much success in your businesses. Okay. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.